A fourth candidate is now throwing her name into the PC leadership race, and she is likely the last person the party would like to see run. Her name is Tanya Granick Allen, and she is a conservative, a social conservative, who is also the president of an organization called Parents as First Educators. And they have led the charge against things like the provincial sex ed curriculum. But she is running to give a voice to social conservatives across the province who you know, have a very big base outside the Toronto area in in communities where new Canadians have built homes and who felt abandoned by Patrick Brown, who moved the party to the centre, but rejected any talk of social conservative issues like abortion or same-sex marriage or the sex ed curriculum. Now, I am not a social conservative, but I also don't feel it's right to vilify them or their right to be heard. So I welcome her voice here to the conversation. Tanya, good to have you on the show. Alex, great to be here. So why are you hoping to throw your hat in the ring? What is it that you want your voice to represent? Well, I'm running to be a strong voice for people who have actually been shut out of this party. I'm a conservative, and I I think people like opponents of Kathleen Wynne's radical sex ed curriculum free speech advocates, pro-lifers, and other social conservatives, we've been shut out. And we're here to restore the grassroots to the Conservative Party. Okay, so it's a pretty hefty price tag. You don't have a lot of time to get the money. How are you going to afford to get into this, this race? Well, here's the good news. I have a lot of grassroots support, so I'm very confident that the money will be there and the signatures to enter the race will be there. And I'm in it till the end. So as long as the Conservative Party will let me stay in, I'm in it. Okay, so there is a debate next Friday, and I don't think you have to get the money until next Saturday. Will you be at that debate? I'm planning on being at that debate. What are the core issues for you? Because there will be a lot of people in this province who say, hold on a second, we just need to beat Kathleen Wynne, but we can't lose it if we're going to be fighting about wedge issues like the sex ed curriculum, which is now in place, and and by bringing up these wedge issues, which, as you know, uh, Kathleen Wynne would love nothing more than to throw these out to get people talking about them so that we are then distracted from the real issues like the billion-dollar boondoggles I always talk about. Well, see, I think the sex ed is actually not a, a wedge issue. I think most Ontarians, most parents think that teach or discussing masturbation in the in grade six classrooms is actually not okay or discussing anal and vaginal sex in a grade seven classroom is is not appropriate that's what most ontario ontario parents think so this is not a wedge issue and uh, going back to 2015 when the curriculum was introduced i mean there were thousands upon thousands of parents rallying against this curriculum uh, i didn't see that many rallies on other issues but this is one that has continually drawn a lot of protests. So I'm here to be that voice for those those parents and, and other people in this race. I get that. I get that. I, I however, know how the media works. And, and for them, it's a solved issue. And, and you know, to be able to, to have Kathleen Wynne then make this election all about what the social conservatives will take away from you. And you know, because we've seen the vilification of Christians and religious groups when it comes to things like the abortion issue, which is a federal issue, but with funding uh, for summer jobs programs, those are the issues that they can keep in the spotlight and make, you know, people like you sound like, you know, you're from the dark uh, ages. Even though though I agree with you when it comes to the sex ed curriculum, they did not consult with parents and that's why there's so much mistrust. Look, I'm an urban mother of four uh, in my 30s. I'm I'm hardly uh, like an old-fashioned woman. I'm pretty 
pretty current as as a matter of fact. So I, I don't I don't think we're some kind of um, I think it's a mainstream issue. It really is. But listen, like I'm concerned about a lot of issues, but I'm not going to talk about them right now. The one I want to talk about is actually the repeal of the sex ed curriculum. And and so that's an issue I know resonates. And I know I have a lot of grassroots supporters who are looking for someone to give them that voice they've been looking for. Okay, but then you do have to grow the base. And this is the challenge. You cannot win on a base of social conservatives, even though they have a very loud voice. You have to be able to appeal like I'm not a social conservative. My main issue is fiscal issues. I want these guys out because they've taken money and made the province bankrupt. What would you do to appeal to the broader base as far as fiscal accountability? Look, like all candidates running, everybody's opposed to high hard, uh, high hydro rates. Everybody's opposed to the carbon tax. We all are against all high in- increase in, in fiscal fiscal issues. What we don't see are people speaking out for the disenfranchised within our party, the people who've been shut out, like people who are for free speech. That's a huge ad- that's a huge cohort. People like pro-lifers, people uh, like again against who are opponents of the sex ed curriculum. I'm happy to give them the voice, and, and that's one issue. Look, I'm the head of a parental rights group. It's an issue I feel strongly about, and and I'm happy to keep pushing that. Right. But you will face an uphill battle, I think, with with uh, the media who will continue to say, you know, why are you putting out pictures of of aborted fetuses, et cetera, because that that is very divisive. But I do know that there are large swaths of new Canadians, whether they're in the Chinese community, uh, in other communities that say that they want these issues discussed. But when you talk to the wider community at large, they want to talk about bringing jobs back and things like minimum wage and job loss. Well, listen, you mentioned new Canadians, and you'll be surprised at how uh, much new Canadians really uh, are interested in social conservative issues. A lot of new Canadians have escaped tyranny, totalitarianism, Mm -hmm. communism, where they couldn't express themselves freely, where the government continually interfered in parental rights and into the family life. And so they come to Canada and they expect to to live in a democracy and and be free. So when we have uh, this tyrannical Kathleen Wynne sex education curriculum being imposed in the classrooms, circumventing parental rights, steamrolling without any regard for the for the innocence of children and, and this curriculum, let's be very frank about it, it sexualizes children. Uh, you know, these new Canadians, yeah, they, this message will resonate to them. They, they want a voice and I'm happy to represent them as well. I'm, I'm a daughter of immigrants myself. Would you, uh, like the other candidates who have now gone on record about the carbon tax, would you repeal that? Would you not, sorry, not repeal that because it's not, would you, would you cancel the people's guarantees uh, as far as the, the ga- ga- carbon tax? Sorry, I'm getting tongue-tied. Would you cancel that? Sure, I'm, I'm against the carbon tax. That's a, you know, that's, I'm against probably most, I'm similar with a lot of these other candidates on a lot of these issues. I think a lot of them are all very similar on these issues. But the one issue where people are not speaking about, where people are not being bold, is social conservative issues. And that's why I want to run, to be that voice for social conservatives. Yes, but how do you be, and I'm just going to push you on this because this is what you're going to be up against. How do you then appeal to to conservatives who are further to the to the center or you know the progressive side of things? How do you how do you square that circle? Look, if if there are people within this party who feel it's okay to take away parental rights, who feel it's okay to sexualize children at the at the at a young age, then don't vote for me. I'm happy not to have your vote. But if you think that this curriculum is awful, that you think free speech should be a, a, a good thing and that we should have this enshrined and that pro-lifers and social conservatives should have a voice, then then I'm, I'm welcome their support wholeheartedly. Do you worry that you might split the vote? Uh, split the vote, how so? Well, look, the conservatives have a, a terrible way of, of splitting each other and fighting each other. You know, liberals will vote for liberals no matter what. Conservatives, however, tend to divide and conquer each other. And so, you know, 
you could run and then other conservatives would say, well, I'm just going to sit this one out. So therefore, then Kathleen Wynne wins. Well, look, I'm not a political strategist, so I can't really, really comment to that. But look, I, I'm a voice for parents and I'm happy to give them a voice and I'm a vo- voice for social conservatives and, and free speech advocates. And I look forward to uh, being that bold voice. Memberships. Have you already got the backing? Because we do have the Trillium Party, which is small. Uh, would they be backing you? Uh, I, I don't know. I, nobody's reached out to me from those parties, but I'm happy to welcome any and all endorsements. Uh, in fact, Brad Frost endorsed me today as a sitting member of Parliament, and I welcome hopefully more that will come in, in the coming days. I've only been, been at this for 24 hours, and uh, I'm overwhelmed by the amount of support I've had so far. What is the overwhelming theme of what people are saying to you? They're saying... Thank you. Now I have someone to vote for. Now I have a reason to rejoin the party that I felt cut off from. That is the main thing. And if you don't win the leadership, will you run as a candidate? Oh, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. But uh, I'm in it till the end, and and I definitely hope I win. Well, you, I think, I think part of the rules. Do they not say that you have to run as a candidate? You've got to be uh, approved. Oh, as a sorry, yeah. yes, I, I, I will have to. That's correct. Yes, I, I, you have to seek out a nomination. So, I, if I'm permitted to run, then yes, I will continue and, and seek out a nomination. So, this isn't just about leadership for you. You're committed to running and 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 somehow getting to Queens Park. I'm committed to abiding by the rules of the race. Okay. And the other thing, you know, the the party uh, has moved so far to the center under the People's Guarantee and under Patrick Brown. I get that that the base was angry because they felt that they were betrayed by Patrick Brown. Um, You know, do you think someone like yourself could grow the base? I think I definitely can, because it's important to be a, a large umbrella to welcome all conservatives, especially the grassroots conservatives, because mm-hmm. that's what builds the party. But when you have uh, people who just shut out complete sections of the party, how the heck is that a unifying message? Yeah, it's certainly going to create an interesting dynamic, and uh, we'll see how you do. Good luck. Great. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you for the conversation. Take she care. is Tanya Granick allen She is the latest who is jumping into this leadership race. She's got about a week left to come up with money. I have no doubt she'll get the money. There's a huge swath of people who will help her get into this race because they want their voice heard. So no one should underestimate that.